Welcome to the CoLab, the only podcast for business owners who are committed to growth through the power of collaboration and teamwork. Get ready to put your heads together to boost your business to the next level with your hosts, the ultimate team players, Megan Marsh and Andre Munar. So please welcome to today's podcast, Christine Mailer with TLG Financial Foundation. Hi, Christine. Hi, Megan. Thanks for having me today. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited to have you on the podcast. Um, I wanted to just share with people listening how we connected so that they could understand in in context because your business model, I feel like, is very innovative. It's a newer model that I think every single small business needs, oh, personally. Wonderful. So Thank if you're you. listening and you don't have someone working with you on your financials, that is what we're going to dig into with Christine because part of our business, our main mortgage company and our financial brokerage is that we help small businesses purchase buildings for their businesses. And when I started the business, I had this, you know, passion to help small businesses not have to use up all of their money in buying a building because it helps them build equity. And what I found out very quickly was that most small businesses don't have their financials organized, maybe even done, or if they're done, they're the year before, even if it's June, July, August. Um, and it is a hot mess. <laughs> and so I had a client in the last few months who came to me and is buying a building. And I, when I met with this person, I said, hey, I need to get all your financials and then we'll sit down and we're going to put together projections for you. Normally when I even, like getting financials is hard. When I say projections, their eyes glaze over. This client was like, oh, I have projections. And I said, you have projections? Like, this isn't what you do. How do you have projections? And she said, I have my accountant, my, I have an advisor, a coach, uh, you know, who helps me so that I know exactly what I'm doing, what it's going to return. And I literally said to her, I need that person's number <laughs> and I'm going to call them. <laughs> and so that's what I did. And we connected and the conversation we had on the phone is what I want the listeners to hear. I want them to hear what you are doing for small businesses, what this program is that you have. Um, You know, you call yourself a dream builder. And um, so can you share a little bit about your story, what led you to this program you have, and we'll dig into it. Yeah, it's been a long journey, uh, many years. So I started in manufacturing, went into the accounting profession, and then into elementary education. How long were you in um, accounting? Just, I don't know, 10, it's been over 30 years. It's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so I just really became passionate about education. There wasn't much, you know, opportunity at that time when I, when I moved to Reno. So I went ahead and went back into the accounting profession, like with my feet in the sand kind of thing. <laughs> so after education, right? So, yeah, so did all the accounting, went to education, back to accounting. Yeah. Yeah. And I decided that uh, I didn't want 
to continue the turnkey traditional accounting practices, I wanted to do something different. I wanted to go find a way to educate business owners. So from little people to big people kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just saw we, we, we would crank out, book, you know, financials and nobody really understood how to read them or what to do with them. We weren't focused on cash flow. We weren't focused on profitability. We were just turnkey. And, you know, our, our profession is changing and slowly adopting and adapting to, to the coaching and advisory world. And I wanted to, I wanted to run ahead of everybody else and get there. You know, I was so excited about the, the idea of actually sitting down with a business owner and walking them through their financials, helping them to not be afraid of their numbers, to really embrace that side of their business. Because we've learned that the operations, you know, you, you start a business, you're really good at what you do, but no one's taught you how to wear the business hat, you know, the, that side of things. And operations and the financial side go hand in hand. There's money hidden on the other side of your business and you just don't see it. And we want to drag it all to the surface. And we want to do this based on a six-phase system that we've developed over the last seven years. We were going from, okay, let's teach business owners how to use QuickBooks as a cash management tool. And it's not just a place to stick numbers and then turn it over to your tax account. It's, right. It's actually valuable information, a database that gathers information for you to make smart business decisions. It's, it's, it changes your business. I will say, and I'm just going to add real quick. I, we tried with, we had an accounting firm who helped us right with bookkeeping and they also did our tax returns and we asked for that consulting. We wanted to have our financials every month. We could like, we asked, we asked, we asked, we never got. Mm -hmm. And so what you're doing is amazing. Well, thank you. We're excited. And we wanted, you know, every year I have a theme And in 2016, it was to surround the business owner with a team of people, you know, Mm. to help them compensate for the, you know, the the areas that they're just not as strong in. You're strong. Everyone's strong at something. So it's really important as a business owner trying to scale a business to acknowledge what, where your strengths are and where where your strengths aren't, you know, and surround yourself with people with those strengths. You know, it's the Michael Gerber e-myth concept. Oh, I just read that. These guys have been hearing me. I've been doing quotes all the time from that book. Right. Uh, And and so, you know, when I started out, I said, how am I going to educate business owners? Well, first of all, I had to teach them how to use QuickBooks, right? And if they Mm -hmm. want to do their own bookkeeping, great, do it. We love that they're going to do their own bookkeeping with us, with us. I was going to say, do we really want business owners doing their own books? Yes, because we want them to know what's going on in their QuickBooks. We want them to recognize when something's fraudulent or out of place or not right. Mm. And then once they get there, they can pass it back off and outsource, which we encourage you because you don't want to you don't want to be doing bookkeeping and Mm. and tedious tasks in your business. You want to focus on the Pareto principle, right? The 80-20 rule, the 20% that has the biggest 80% impact on your business or brings right. in percent of the cash flow, whatever it is. So there's a whole, it, this whole system, we started out with QuickBooks training. Well, how are we going to get from QuickBooks training to industry standards and comparisons, key performance indicators, analysis? So as I kind of evolved, I brought on a business partner. We started to grow. 
brought on somebody else as a coach advisor who's really good at analysis. And now what we're doing is bringing on somebody else who's going to manage the whole bookkeeping division so that we can spend more time with the business owners on the meat of what's happening, what's really going on. So as this evolved, we found the missing pieces. We went from QuickBooks tra- cleanup training to uh, cost analysis, cash flow analysis, and, and then on to uh, budgeting and so forth. And what we've done is we've created a membership to where they can learn the fundamentals of all of this information, vocabulary, mindset. We focus on mindset. Awesome. Time management, um, dreams and goals. You mentioned that earlier, dream builders. So mm-hmm. we focus on dreams and goals. That's actually something we talk about with our business owners. We meet with them one-on-one every month. And wow. An accountability notebook and an accountability action plan. And they, it's a collaborative, transparent process where they do it with us instead of us telling them to go do it. Because most of us will go to a workshop, we'll learn all these great things, we'll grab some tidbits, and we'll go back and nothing happens. What we want them to do is feel the love, feel the support, have that accountability coach, and implement whatever it is we decide to do as, as, a, as we pull our heads together, our brains together. Yeah. And- I think that's really important, Christine, what you're saying is... Um- you know, we kind of talk about that coaching people in the moment, you know, versus just telling somebody here, go do something that makes a big difference for somebody that makes a huge impact on their business. So I'm really glad to hear you saying, you know, hey, you're going to do this and we're going to watch you do this versus us just telling you because like you said, we've been to so many conferences, we write down so many things. um, And it wasn't until one conference that we went to about a year ago where we were coached in the moment, you know, we were explaining what we were going to do. And then that mentor said, okay, you're going to get up and do it now. And that made a huge difference, you know, because you get to actually do uh, what you're being told versus just, you know, you stare at something and you're like, okay, well, I'll put that on the back burner and do it some other day. Um, so I'm really excited to hear that that you do that with your clients that I'm sure that makes a huge impact on their business. And the other thing too, I wanted to mention before you continue, Christine, for anyone listening, because if you're overwhelmed with numbers, your financials, your books, you know, I, I really urge you to explore something, a program like what Christine is sharing with us today, because, you know, I've always been a numbers person in accounting. Andre was not. And it was a struggle, right? Because, and and as it is, I think with a lot of people, because you, it's intimidating, but once you start understanding it and you have someone like Christine and her team explaining it to you, not only is it empowering, but like, we are finally making the money we deserve to make as business owners versus the the, like the median for most business owners is like, I think it's around 40,000. The average is like 85,000. Like, it has changed our business. Mm-hmm. So sorry, go if you want to keep going your membership and the accountability because I, I just want people to hear this because once they get it, it doesn't take that much time. It's like 15 minutes a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and we'll do it with them too. I mean, I think part of the the or the important piece of this is really honing in on the dreams and goals and the pain points. You know, we have them list every pain point they can think of. We're on the financial side, but we'll still talk to them about operations or any pain point that's going on in their business 
why they're not sleeping at night, whatever it is. We want mm. business owners to love their business again. That's why we went into business to make money and because of what we love to do. Right. And so, you know, as we implement this process, it is a process. It does take discipline. It does take change in mindset and rhythm, right? So the accountability portion of it is to keep that rhythm, that train moving forward at all times. And, you know, this year, 2021, our theme is going to be results and celebrate. We're going to mm-hmm. see the results, identify the results and celebrate the results. Love that. Yeah. And I think that that we don't do enough of that. We climb this big mountain as business owners. We have all these tedious tasks and we never look back to see how far we've come yeah. and celebrate that, that accomplishment. And, you know, a lot of business owners are just, just happy to get money out of their business. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be that way. You're in business to make money. Right. The one thing I do want your listeners to hear is that you need to put a value on you and your time and you need to have self-worth. If you value you, your skill set, your mind, then other people will too. Yeah. And that's important. That is so important. We talk about that all the time, how, how as a business owner, you know, you're not just running this, you know, let's just say you run a coffee shop. There's so much more that goes behind it. You know, finances, you know, marketing, you know, the coffee, you know how to hire, you know, and Megan and I always undermine our value so much because I'm not sure why business owners do that. We just think that, well, we're just normal people, but we have so much value and so much worth. Um, that I think it's important that, you know, business owners stay at the forefront of understanding that that's so important for your mindset and for you to move forward as a business owner and then to empower the people that you employ as well. Um, so thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Another important piece is vision. Uh, sometimes we just don't see ahead of ourselves, um, what our business is going to look like in a year or three years or five years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we do work on that component of it is you know, be open, be, be focused on that vision and share that vision with the rest of your team. Get everybody on the same page with where you want to go with, you know, with everything and, and make sure that's where they want to go too. They're on the right seat in the bus or the yeah. train moving forward. Right. Yeah. We yeah. actually were, were, we were coming up with topics for our next podcast for everyone listening. And one of the topics that we picked that's going to be on an, one of our podcasts is about the, what do we call it? Transparency or fear of disclosure, how a lot of business owners fear their team or even, or if they have a, you know, if they have leadership uh, in their business, people knowing their numbers. And that's something that we haven't had because I mean, we meet with our leadership team. We pull out our income statement or balance sheet and we go through it because the group of us together have been able to improve it. They, we all understand what's important for us to do and how they play a part. And then we have also met with all of our people. And then it takes away that, oh, you know, that business owner is making so much money, right? Or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's all this because people don't, as business owners, if you don't fully understand, your people don't understand either. And you could really take some of those, you know, difficult situations out that you deal with by educating yourself and then including your team to win with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another component that, that I think you should add is cash flow. Yes. I was going to ask you what, what does that even mean? Cause I don't think people understand what does cash flow mean? Because most people are like, Oh, I've got 50 grand in the bank. I'm doing good. 
Well, that's, that's nice. Um, <laughs> well, net, so people get confused between net profit and cash flow. So net profit is income minus expense, whatever's left over. Okay. So, so somebody brings in $100,000, their expense, just, I like to, $100,000, right? They bring in, in revenue that they make in a month and their expenses are $60,000, let's say. So what's left is $40,000. Of net profit. Yep. Okay. The ca- so the only thing that's touching your profit and loss is the income and the expenses. Okay. Now, what's going in and out of your bank account is the cash flow. So some of that cash might be going to pay a debt. That's on the balance sheet. Not It's not income, not an expense. So mm-hmm. like a car? A car payment. Car Sales. payment does not go against, like it's not part of that 40000 Nope. Mm. It's gonna You're going to use it. You're going to use that cash that's sitting in the bank to pay it. So it's really about the cash going in and the cash going out, regardless of where it's going. Got where it. from. And so it's really important to balance your cash flow over the month. Let me give you an example. You have payroll on the 5th and the 20th of each month. So first and third week. Yep. Okay. So let's put some other bills in second and fourth week. And let's balance that cash flowing in and out throughout the whole month or over 52 weeks. Okay. So now we're looking at, okay, where can we trim fat? And so... There's another component to this. We are not just focusing on sales growth. We are also focusing on how lean we can be on our expenses at the same time. Yeah, because most businesses fail because of cash flow, they say. Yeah, because they're not paying attention to both sides. So -hmm. there's the operations and the financial. There's the sales and there's the expenses. Okay. Now, if you have a lot of debt, then a lot of your profits and cash are going to go to that debt, right? So if you're you're lean and you're stuffing those those pennies in a little bucket, you're creating your own little line of credit and you're not having to go into debt to do Got what it. you need to do and leverage your money. And so there's all these strategies that we have. We call we call the um, going through your expenses and becoming lean needle in a haystack because we really are looking yeah. for a percentage. And the challenge to any business owner out there, go back, make sure your financials are accurate. Perfect, you know, good, strong, reliable, and then cut 10%. When I challenge people to do that, they fall off their chair and they, you know, little choice words come out of their mouth. And then I go, do it, just do it, try it. And they come back with more. So, you know, that's something that we we walk you through on a quarterly basis, actually. We feel like that is so important to continue to pay attention to both sides. Yeah. And Christine, I I really uh, am enjoying you know this topic right now but it's like music to my ears (laughs) and it's definitely music to megan's ears because before this year you know i've been a business owner since 2014 but i was definitely that business owner who kind of just turned a blind eye money was coming in the door money was coming out the door i had somebody come in do my financials okay it was great and it wasn't until i met megan that you know we really she had me looking at the numbers consistently. And then this year we really dialed in. So, you know, for all those people who are listening uh, to our listeners who are going, we're cash flow, uh, an analysis, what, what is all this stuff? You know, where would you recommend that they even start? You know, I mean, they're probably 
what you just said, you tell them to go and trim 10%. They're probably saying, I don't even know where to start looking or where, where do I even do that? So where would you suggest that a business owner even start if they wanted to start looking at their numbers or start understanding or what would be a good basic tool for them um, to get, you know, to get them to start understanding that their numbers are really important. Their website. Christine's website, her program. <laughs> and uh, maybe we can even, yes. Christine, come up with a link that, um, you know, for listeners that they can go in and connect with you. We'll, we're going to put everything in the show notes so that they can find you guys. Um, Just call me for a free consultation. Get on my calendar and let's talk. Yeah. And we'll set you up with some doable action steps to get you started. But, you know, we've started offering QuickBooks training courses again. We're trying to do everything we can around financial literacy. You know, in 2028, there's going to be a huge need and there's a continuous need for people who are financial literate in the accounting profession, in the money world, finance. And the since 2009, that just keeps declining. The, the bodies that actually are in it, doing it, learning it is getting worse and worse. Wow. And yet the need is growing and growing. So that's why, you know, financial literacies been around forever, right? We've been talking about this forever, but we haven't really found a way to to really implement the, the teachings. And that's what we've been working on is really finding a way to, to help business owners understand their numbers. So learn QuickBooks, learn what a balance sheet, a profit and loss, and a cash flow statement can do for you. That's the most important. Absolutely. Mindset, vision, that's that's huge. Uh, the four pillars of mindset is being adaptable, right? Uh, implementing inf- the information and actually utilizing what you're learning, applying that information. Um, I had some other stuff. I was going to send you something that kind of laid all this out. Oh, that'd be awesome. great. So the listeners can have like a, a, a one pager that they could even download with your info on it. I have a PowerPoint that I use on a prior podcast that perfect it's called money magic in money magic all right down the um how to read a balance sheet a little bit of this a little bit of that and the profit first concepts and how it works just things that are little tools that that you can look at and you said profit first um do you mind i i know what profit first is but in case anyone does not know what profit first is because a lot of business owners like andre said don't pay themselves enough Profit versus the system we adopted, uh, Mike Michalowicz basically took Dave Ramsey's uh, teachings about personal finance and created a whole system, simple system for business owners. And basically think about it like small plates. If you want to lose weight, you're going to eat smaller portions, exercise, eat your vegetables first. So what we do is we develop a series of bank accounts that are like small plates and they they create a way to budget. They create mm. a way to change our mindsets, change our rhythm, and change the discipline we have around money in our business. So the money all flows into an income plate, right? So think of it as the serving tray. Mm-hmm. And you then you transfer twice a month money from that income account to your operating account, to your payroll account, to your profit account. So we were taught forever and ever that sales minus expense equals net profit or loss. Mm-hmm. I always say what's left over for me, nothing. Right. <laughs> so, um, 
what we do now is we switch that algebraic formula, that little bit of math, and we say sales minus profit equals expense. Mm, so you pay yourself first. So it's you, you're setting your money aside and working with what's left. And that makes you cut costs. And therefore, it's just an automatic process. So that's when we incorporated needle in a haystack. Every quarter, we're going to go through all the P&L, all the categories on your profit and loss. And we're going to drill down into them. And we're going to sort them by vendor. And we're going to talk about it. Do we need it? Can we get rid of it? Can we reduce it without sacrificing quality of service or product? Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. And we just keep repeating that until it's embedded. It's just natural. That's so good. Do you, I, I, I want to repeat that. We're going do to you need that. it? Can you get rid of it as long as it doesn't sacrifice quality or service, right? Or quality of service or product, whatever your business is. Mm-hmm. I, no, I love it. And we actually have a number of bank accounts. We're not doing it exactly like that, but we we started doing that. Um, do you have a tax account? Do you got, do you, is that part of your system? The system is designed with five different bank accounts, income, operating, um, owner's pay, taxes, profit. So what we do is we customize the system for each business owner. So for instance, our daycare industry, not daycare, I apologize, childcare industry, there's a difference. Yes. Not trying to insult anybody. But <laughs> no. Childcare, early education industry. Um is there's a huge need for them in terms of expansion. Their their little facilities can only hold so much teacher to child ratio. They really need you guys because they need to expand into buildings. They need to start owning those Mm. buildings. 70% of that industry was not going to make it back after COVID. Wow. So when we found out when COVID hit, we jumped because because, uh, education is my passion. We jumped into the industry full board, man, and just – We've got people all over the United States now uh, working with us to make sure they do come back. And those that were on our system, Profit First specifically, are making it through. And what can other business owners do to help these? You know, everyone hears about restaurants, but whenever I hear something like that, it it it, it bothers me, right? And as business, yeah. you know, we've been blessed that our industry is still booming through COVID. What can other businesses do to help? you know, child care providers right now? Just, uh, I, you know, we're doing everything we can from our, from the financial perspective. We're doing upfront cost analysis and things like that to help them understand how much money is really going in, into each little backpack, you know, things like that. And this is an industry that has the ability to, to focus on the whole child. We've lost the whole child in the past. Wow. We've gone to test scores and, you know, draining our teachers in, in, in the school system. And these guys start right here in this little preschool environment, you know? And so anything we could do to donate, to, to help okay. them keep those kids in the facility, uh, money, you know, they're getting grants and things, but what's going to happen. And I want to caution people out there getting grants. It rose colored glasses, right? You still have to function as a business when that money runs out. Mm-hmm. Okay? Any of us will be owing some of that money back and others will, will have it forgiven or the grants or whatever. But that's not that's not something you can count on. That's something we have to be careful about. Yeah. And you're that's right, because point. the, um, you know, schools or government are, are funded through the government. But you're our, the child care facilities are paid through like I'm a parent. I pay and, 
you know, maybe we start a GoFundMe and there's some different, you know, businesses you even know, uh, you know, for anyone listening to this, if you have a business that's doing well through COVID, you know, helping other small business owners collaborating, like, I just think that's so important. So I know it's a little side topic here. And Christine, we're... I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I thought, like, if you guys could do a fund where people could take that money and get some one-on-one coaching to clean up their, help them clean up their QuickBooks. You know, you're looking at a a $1,500 investment right up off the the top there for 10 hours of cleanup plus, you know, a cost analysis plus QuickBooks training. So if they have 1,500 bucks that they could spend on that, they could get what they needed a little bit more. And it'll save them. That's what people, it's not an expense. If you do this right, it will save you so much money, so much more than $1,500. Yeah. And Christine, I, uh, we're talking about how, you know, some of those childcare businesses came to you and now they're making it through COVID. Um, you know, can you give us an example of another business or somebody who has worked with your program and has really thrived from it? You know, they came in, maybe they were at a, operating at a loss or maybe they thought their business was going under. And then like Megan said, you know, they invested something in, in your company and they really turned it around. I'd really love to hear a success story so our listeners can really understand the importance of, you know, why knowing your numbers is important. Yeah, we have several. Um, one is is the early education. Uh, a gal five years ago we met, and uh, I challenged her the ten percent. And uh, she had lost one facility already. She was getting ready to, to to walk away, close it up. And we began to talk about you know why she loved her business in the first place, and really got into the the mindset of it all. And we put her on the program. And she went from losing money to uh, 60000 in net profit and wow. in just a couple years' time. So it does take time. Um, sometimes you'll see results right away. And sometimes others are a little slower to uh, adopt, you know, and implement. <laughs> sometimes they, they fight it. <laughs> oh, yeah. We all fight it. Not yeah. business owners. <laughs> yeah. And she's gone on to actually start a second business, a different revenue stream, and coaching other daycare, sorry, childcare owners. <laughs> And I keep doing that. No. And then, um, so she's doing coaching now for the industry. Wow. Super excited. Using a lot of our model and then kind of adopt, adapt, implementing her own style. And she focuses on the operations side and we focus on the financial side. So we now have a collaboration together to help uh, the industry. Wow. And I... And I was going to say, and I want to clarify to anyone listening here as we're kind of wrapping up and um, ending the podcast, you said you were out of Reno, but anyone across the country, your system, your program, this is not a, you. they walk into your doors, correct? This is an online program. This is a community they can be part of. I mean, maybe just kind of explain that before we finish up yeah. and tell them again where they can find you. Yeah, we're... we're um at tlgff.com first of all you won't find us there i think we have a click funnels program now you can find us there there's the small biz financial coach facebook group so you can ask to join that small biz financial coach yeah it's biz biz okay and then to, to wrap up your the the other uh industry that we focus on is is contractors and we had a business just last year, uh, about a year ago, maybe two, 
and they were really struggling with what they were going to do. And we convinced them to, to try the program and see how it goes. In four months' time, they flipped things around. I mean, and they've been with us. And, you know, like, like we're not interested in a handshake and then take your money and never see you guys. You know, we want to build a family and we want a long-term relationship. So whatever we got to do to help you find the money to afford us, we're right there with you to do it. Yeah, then that's the most important thing when you join a program. So please. Like you said, for- you want a team around you. And um, it just sounds like you guys offer so much. And a lot of what Megan and I talk about, the financial piece of it, the mindset piece of it. Um, those are also so important to a business owner. Because at first, when you open up a business, you have a passion and a love for what you do. But then there's that other key piece that a lot of people don't understand that you're running a business and knowing your numbers and what that looks like. So um, this has been really great. And I hope that our listeners will visit your website, hit you up for that free consult, um, turn their business around or empower them to propel their business to the next level if they are doing well. Um, Or I even challenge our listeners to go ahead and take that 10% go through their numbers and trim that 10%. Ooh, that might be a good challenge to start for people listening. Maybe we could do a challenge for listeners on seeing, you know, people have those budget challenge, like, you know, snowball effect hack and stuff, but maybe we could even do it with Keystone, our business and, and invite other businesses to like, what can you trim? What can, what can you do right now? I think that'd be a great, a great little exercise that maybe we could have some fun with. Another, uh, Another topic that's a real pain point for small business is time management. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yes. And the delegating and the, the, you know, letting go and the control and Mm. things that, that, that are just bogging them down and not, you know, the the important thing is that you're spending 10% of your week working on your business, not just in the business. And you want to really work on clarifying what is working on the business and what is working in the business. That's a, we, we discussed. <laughs> you're re- you're we, like, we're like telepathic. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> we're, we're really seeing eye to eye here, Christine, because we talk about that topic. Uh, so I'm glad that you bring it up so people can hear it from other people's mouths and not just Megan and I, because sometimes I feel like people just think that we stand up here and, and we talk, but and it just happened. Like, it poof, just happened. Right. Yeah. But no, like you have to find people like you, you have to have accountability partners. You have to invest in your education. You have to learn the things you're afraid of, like all these things we've talked about, which is why I wanted to get you on here. I want to connect people with you. We'll get that PowerPoint slide that you have that people can view in the show notes. We will put, you know, the link to your Facebook group, to your website so that they can reach out. Um, And and like I said, we'll have to chat and on the next episode, maybe we'll have a, a little challenge going on. I think that's a great idea, Andre, and yeah. taken from your 10% that you do. Why not? So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. And um, I guess just to, before we hop off, what if you, if for anybody listening, what would be the number one key takeaway? The one thing, like an actual one step, right? Besides going to the website, like just one thing that they can do. Understand their numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Understand their numbers. I love it. No, it, it it's so true. Invest yeah. in yourself. Got to drill that into their heads. It's very awesome. Important. Well, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much.
Thank you guys. It's wonderful. And hey, keep in touch. There's lots of more topics I can send your way. <laughs> I know. Yes, no, no, we we'll have to have to. you on again too. you know, get feedback. So thank you for, you know, this is a topic we just need to really help people with. Yes. Thank you so much, Christine. Take care, everyone. All right. Bye. Have a great rest of your day. Too. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us today, collaborators. If you found value or got some piece of information out of this, make sure to find us at thecollablife.com. You can also join our Facebook group and our Facebook page at The Collab. On YouTube, you can find us at The Collab. On Instagram, you can find us at The Collab Life. We also do a Facebook Live every Tuesday at four o'clock where you can get some more valuable information in our group. We also release our brand new episodes every single Tuesday morning. And if you have any questions or there's anything that we can do for you, any value that you would like to add to our business, we'd love to hear from you. And you can email us at hello at thecollablife.com.